live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded. Spitting here. What is wrong with me? This is being recorded on November 8th, 2018. To hit the internets, your earbuds, your speakers, your Bluetooth, your living room, stereo, whatever, because I'm sure you all sit there and listen to this. November 9th, 2018. How are we doing, huh? How are we? Goddamn. Ooh, a little later in the week. You were promised something. You were told several times you were promised something. You believed it, and it was not true and taken away from you. Or never even given to you in the first place. It was just a lie. It's almost like Election Day. Oh, boy. It's like when you vote for that guy, huh? Oh, Brian's cool. He didn't vote. He told us all about it on Twitter. Mr. Fucking Contrarian. Eh, little column A, little column B. We'll get to that. How's everybody doing, though? Me? Oh, I'm all right. You know, we're going through this fire season again here in California. I thought the season was over, um, but there's the trials and tribulations uh, living in California. So that fire going on right now is probably about an hour and a half, two hours from me. There is smoke in the air. There is ash particles. I wouldn't say it's like a snowstorm because it's not that prevalent, but I don't know why today of all days I chose to get my car washed too. I came home from work and I'm like going to the car wash and my wife's like, well, why are you doing that? There's like ash in the air. And I'm like, that's a great point. That's a great, great point. Did anyways though. So I, I was already three cars deep into that thing. So it didn't matter. But, uh, yeah, so that, that's, that's going on. Um, ironically named the town where it is, is, uh, called paradise, which you're the local guy in the news say it's called paradise. But right now it looks like hell on earth. Reporting live for KCRA, Joe Schmo. Uh, so, unfortunately, that's going on. So that sucks. Uh, but well, that's that's what you got to go through. You know, that's 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 the kind of things you got to deal with when you're you're living here in Northern California and Southern California. You got guys shooting people and disgusting media sticking their microphone in some crying father's face. Should he be allowed to have bought that weapon? C- can you let the body fucking you know relax? It's still warm. People are disgusting. Like Jim Acosta. Oh! Controversial. Anyways. I was going to get... I was going to start with the WFAN drama. Um, you know, let, let's 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 start here, though. Let's let's go with... Let, let's... I, I wrote it on a piece of paper today. Normally I have it on my phone, but... Because that's incredibly integral to the listening experience. Uh, so, we have Election Day. Election Day has come and gone. And, you know, I... You're on Twitter. I didn't vote. Now, I know some people were just like, it doesn't matter who you vote for. You have to vote. No, it doesn't. You're a liar when you say that because I don't believe you. What if I told you I love Donald Trump? What if I walk up to a liberal and say, I love Donald Trump. I love what he's doing. Do you want me to vote or do you want me to go watch this movie with the remaining three hours of voting period? What do you think I should do? Because I, I feel like... It's it's a process that no listen let's 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 start from the beginning here. I'm not some dummy. It says oh my vote my vote doesn't count. I mean when it comes to these local elections that's bullshit. It does it does count. It counts. It's a very very big thing. And I do not minimize the reasons that we have the right to vote. People have died for your right to vote. People's civil rights. I get all that. That's that's a hundred percent valid. And I do not besmirch. Yes, besmirch. Uh, anyone from voting. I will never say <laughs> look at these losers voting. I have voted in my life. I do not consistently vote. Here's one of the reasons. I pay attention on a general level to national politics. And I will say in that system, my vote really doesn't count. I lived in two states, California and Connecticut. Take a guess. Take a guess how that's going to work out. Take a guess 
with the ultimate choices there. Exactly. So I, you know, that, that's, that's the way I look at, uh, at that. And then that's what I follow the most. So, so these local stuff, which I, I admit I should follow more. And the, these propositions, which I, which I totally, totally, uh, miss, miss, I'll say I minimized it. You know, these propositions in, in California that you vote on, there's, there's a lot of them and they, they give the people the right. Cause listen, California's great. We're, we're, we are better than, let's see, one, two, three, everybody. We're better than everybody. If you haven't heard, sometimes that shit gets on my nerves out here. I like living out here. I really do. Um, and, and I have a feeling we're going to stay here for at least the, not the, I don't know about the long term, but definitely the, the present temporary going forward term. Sure. I don't know if it's forever, but I like living here, but the self-righteous bullshit sometimes normally it doesn't bother me. Then there's certain days I just listen to people talk and I'm just like, imagine if you could w- listen to yourself talking, you, you bloviating asshole. Not everyone thinks like you. I'm sorry. It's, it's it, anyways, where was I going with this? Uh, so yeah, I should know more about the propositions. I get it, but you know what? I didn't. And as voting day came, I wasn't prepared. I didn't know about any of this shit. I didn't know about any of the, I didn't even know who was fucking running for governor in California. Is that, that is, that's a, that's a problem for me. And you know what I think part of it is too? I'm going into my third year living here. I think in my head, I'm just kind of like a transient. I'm just kind of like visiting. I'm, I'm not really here yet. I was following the Connecticut elections more than the California. So it's like, I feel like I'm not. A resident here, even though I have a driver's license and a license plate. <laughs> Whoa, uh, and that and all that. But I, I, I just, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. But the, the, back, again, back to the, the original point of just you have to vote. You have to vote. You know, it's it's all it's all a show me bullshit. There's a reason they give you a sticker at the end. They don't shake your hand and say congratulations voting because you know what that doesn't work. I mean, this this is the, the people that give you a sticker. With the voting stuff, they were ahead of their times. I mean, before social media, where you had to tell us everything about everything you fucking did. I mean, they give you a sticker. You have to go to work and show that off. Yep, yep, voting line wasn't too long. Yeah, I got in there in and out real quick. Oh, me? Oh, jeez, I waited two hours before. Look, I'm just, I had to take an hour vacation here. Hey, but I voted, yeah, got the sticker and everything. I saw John there in line, yeah. He was with Kathy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were voting, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, they were real happy. Just shut up. Um, but <laughs> where does I go with any of that? The, the, they're, they're <laughs> what am I even laughing at? They are, uh, those are the kind of people that they, they need to tell you that they accomplished something, that they perform their civic duty. Now, in, in terms of wanting me to vote, why? If I tell you I'm not informed of anything, we live in this world right here of voting where my vote is equal to yours. I am clearly saying... I don't like any of these politicians. I think they're disgusting. I think they're, they're all funded by bankers, special interest groups. Again, you know, why the fuck, you know, Diane Feinstein and, and, and the late John McCain, do you think that they're multi, 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 multi millionaires just because they're great senators? I mean, granted, they're both ancient or I, I'm sorry, or deceased, but let's just say John McCain's alive. Okay. For all intents and purposes, not intensive purposes, but intense and purposes. I mean, how, how much does a senator make? Senator, U.S. senator salary. I mean, John, let's see here. Before you start going on on this, U.S. senator salary. $174,000 a year. But, but Diane, let's look at, now I know Diane Feinstein is, 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 you know, let's see. She was in Moses's yearbook. Oh, God. 
God, I remember that one in middle school. That was such a good joke. Your mom is so old. Uh, Diane Feinstein net worth. Let's, let's, let's just look this up. This is maybe, this is the kind of stuff that maybe you should do a little bit of research before instead of having everyone have to endure you looking up on your phone. Uh, Diane, Diane Feinstein's net worth is $94 million. She gets paid $174,000 a year. Oh, but she's voting, she's voting in, in Washington with my best interest, right? Get the fuck out of here. That's why I can't get that into these elections, okay? But going back to my original point, I think I've said that five times now. Um, you want me to vote? Why would you want some idiot, self-proclaimed person who knows nothing about what's going on to then cancel your vote out when you're so passionate? It's bullshit because you want them to be part of your party. If I said, yeah, Donald Trump, yeah, I'm going to vote, thanks. I doubt your enthusiasm. Or if I said... I'm kind of on the fence. I don't know. I might vote. I don't know. I'm thinking, you know, know, Donald Trump and any other Trump sycophant. I don't know. know. What do you think? And would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, okay, bye. And I I continue to say this because it's mostly liberals that do this. I don't want to make this a political thing. Stay away from that politics. But that's the way I feel. There's just something about voting that it's almost like buying a car, you know, I know voting is free, but you're walking into a place, you're thinking you're doing the right thing, you have several options, um, and you're there and they're offering it to you, and you pick it, and both occasions, whether you're voting or buying a car, you walk out thinking, I somehow got just got screwed. I, I don't know how it happened, but whatever I did in there, I thought I was doing with my best interest, I somehow got screwed. <laughs> it's just, that wasn't the best option for me. That's the way I look at it. I'm sorry. Now, again, I went on Twitter and I kind of went, nah, 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 nah. I don't want to be one of those people that, like, you're a square if you're voting. Oh, would you get into Princeton too? Loser. Like, that. that's not what I'm saying. It's, it's just that I vote when I want to vote. The times I voted in my life have been for me because I'm a selfish person. We already established this. And if you're a long-time listener of the podcast, by the way, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, leave a review. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, very much appreciate it. I might even read your name on the show. Oh. You can tell your family, Thanksgiving's coming up. Got to have a topic starter at the table. Um, but but uh, what was I talking about? Yeah, so you know I'm selfish. You know I'm selfish. Those are the times I voted in my life when I had to do with my finances and what I was doing. You want to shit on me for not uh, being uh, accustomed, or not accustomed, but uh, informed of, of the things going on? Go ahead. You're right. I should be. Or should I? Or should I? Why can't I just, just want to be... I, I feel like Trump these days has made things... You can't really be apolitical anymore. You're for Trump or you're against him. There's not a lot of in-between. I guess I'm I'm not in-between. I am against him. But I, I do see why he is appealing to people, for sure. I mean, to not see that, I think you're, you're, you're brain dead. Oh, now I'm brain dead. Well, <laughs> the tests, uh, tests don't lie. So, uh, what else was I going to say? So yeah, we, 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 I watched, I watched the, this is the, this is the irony, the phoniness, the fraudulent behavior of Brian Buckley. I watched the entire goddamn election on TV. Didn't vote. Whole thing. Whole damn thing. Waiting for the blue wave. Didn't happen. Van Jones went from up and down and up and down. That guy is a performer of all performers. And can they put more makeup on all these people? Holy Christ. Rick Santorum looked like he was about to melt. I, I don't know how they fit that many. I thought they fit too many people in those pregame shows in the NFL. They're like 10 people at these tables. 
And, you know, when they're, when they're going on the county stuff and what, what I think it's kind of interesting, but at the same time, it's like we're going to go back to this continue, continuously going back to this county. It's like, watch out. You know, this is 7%. They're reporting 7% and so-and-so is huge in the lead. It's like being like, well, oh, well, get ready, you know, down the pennant race. Orioles are up two to nothing on the Boston Red Sox in the first inning. Yeah, it's like, okay, that's good. I mean, you want me to get excited? It's not nearly over. I, I Okay, good. So, uh, but we got through that. What else? Was there anything really, I'm trying to think, was anything really that surprising? Well, I mean, I guess, you know, the, the House, I think the House uh, flipping over to Democrats, it's good. We need to divide a government. It forces politicians to do their job. Well, kind of their job. I mean, instead of making backdoor deals with their, you know, with their own constituents, they have to cross the aisle and do it. I mean, so congratulations. But divided government works better. And I think, listen, we have a president who's sometimes out of control with what he does or what he says even. You know, at this point now you can hold him accountable a little bit. Now, all these people go nuts with Mueller and the, the sessions and I see all these people in Times Square. I, I don't know. I, I, I can't. I, maybe if I was younger, I'd be more into this. I was much more liberal when I was younger, which I think that's for a lot of people. I still, if I had to choose a party, I'd probably be Democrat. I would. Um, but I'm not really, I'm a proud, proud independent because again, both of these, both of these parties are disgusting people who don't care about you. You think Diane, again, Diane Feinstein and her $94 million. <laughs> that is, I did not expect it to be that much. Holy shit. Oh, but tell me why I should vote for her. I hear people saying, oh, I voted, uh, you know, I, I, I sent money to, to, to Beto, Beto O'Rourke and I don't even live in Texas. You are, I would never give money to any politician. I think you should have some sort of psychological evaluation if you're giving money to any politician. They are the, the root of all evil, even more than the fake news. And you're going to give money to some, I don't even know anything. This is what I know about Beto O'Rourke. I know he's progressive. I get that. And I, he's, he's, he's young. He's hip. He's all that. I know he rode a skateboard onto the stage and he has a DUI. That's all I know about this guy. And I hear people saying he's going to run for president. This is the way I look at it. Maybe he, because he did such a good job in a, in a very Republican state in Texas and it was, was that close, but he lost. So it's like, when's the last time you went to a job interview, didn't get it. And then they said, Hey, you want to be CEO of the company? Like it, I, I, I understand Obama was very short term in the Senate, but this, you know, I was going to see it unprecedented, but Don, put it this way. Donald Trump's profile is a little bigger, bigger than Beto O'Rourke uh, before he became president. I'm just saying anything's possible now with Trump. So who the hell knows? Oh, man. And then Trump having his little hissy fit with Jim Acosta the other day. And, and Jim Acosta, like, I respect him in the sense that he's very much unafraid. Like like these reporters that deal with Bill Belichick all day or Greg Popovich or... Or, or Bobby Knight, or who pick pick whoever the the asshole of the of the, the week is, and you know because they they say it and they treat people like shit. Certain people we say are assholes, and then other people we say it's really cute, like when Popovich does it, because it's just it's just hysterical when he treats people like minuscule little piss ants. Oh, it's 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 so refreshing, you know. God, he's so profound. He gets it. <laughs> By the way, he gets it. Okay, but I do like Jim Acosta in the sense that. He doesn't take, you know, phony bullshit for granted, at least with Donald Trump. I mean, maybe with other politicians, he kisses their ass. Who knows? I, I don't pay attention enough. But at the same time, he is such a grandstander. It is all about him. <laughs> there are so many different reporters there. And he's asking how many different follow-ups continuing to talk when he doesn't have the microphone. It's like, 
I get Trump is different. I get everything is done in a way that we have never seen before. That doesn't mean you have to join the party and be like that and then be hailed a hero by everyone. And I, you know what? I shouldn't even say everyone. I think a lot of people look at him just like, yeah, well, you know, it was very – it wasn't good body language from the president. Which, which, when is it ever good body language from Donald Trump? But at the same time, Acosta, can you slow down, dude? Just stop. Just, just stop it. It's, it's, it's getting old is all I'm saying. It's all about Jim Acosta at all times. That's all I'm saying. So, but he got he got his uh what his press release uh, revoked. Sixteen minutes in, was this fucking? Look at this podcast, all politics. Uh, you guys, he got it revoked, which which is interesting. I mean, it's not the first time. I mean, Barack Obama did try to bar all of Fox News in two thousand nine, but I mean, that, that isn't brought up, and I understand. But it's just a way. I, I know I hate. I feel like ninety nine percent of topics can just be looked at like it's not as bad as. Republicans say it's not as great as liberals say or reverse it regards to whatever it is like like the caravan you know you have a bunch of people coming up I bet they're not as all nice and lovely and beautiful as the liberals say and they're probably not all serial killers ready to break into your home and kill you like Republicans say I just you ever think maybe some good some bad you know maybe they're not all Mother Teresa maybe they're not all Charles Manson eh I mean, what does that prove? Maybe nothing, but I don't know. Maybe have a conversation, a dialogue. All right. I think, I think we've uh, exhausted this long enough. I'm already boring myself with fucking politics talk. It's, it's mind numbing. And I, maybe that's the reason I didn't vote. Now, if it comes to something for that concerns me in the future, I will vote. Fuck off in the meantime. Do not throw it in my face. No one, no one's impressed. Look at me. I voted. Congratulations. Now what? Now now what happens? No, oh, yeah. Don't care. Don't care. Anyways, so that's me. Congratulations if you did vote. You're going straight to heaven. Uh, and you're sitting in first class while I'm hanging on to a wing. And falling off. So uh, let's jump into WFAN and talk about uh, falling off. Oh, that was good. Falling off. I mean, I don't know what's happening at WFAN anymore. WFAN is, by the way, I'm drinking a uh, Stone Ruination Double IPA, and I thought this tasted different. It's unfiltered, which it doesn't taste nearly as good. Excuse me. Uh, 8.5% alcohol. The one with filter is good. I mean, this is still, it's making me burp a lot. Um, This is still good. It is, but uh, yeah, I don't like it. Now we've arrived at its newest evolutionary form by shoving it into the bottle unfiltered and bring it to you the most excellency raw in its most excellency raw form. The spear has always been unbridled. Now it's unfiltered. Eh, go screw. Uh, but WFAN, the one's proud WFAN, you know, the most powerful sports radio station in the entire country. I always thought they were above these like games of, uh, getting into fights and, you know, trashing the other shows. And, you know, listen, it, it, it's happened in the past. I'm not going to act like this is the first time it's ever happened. But, I mean, you have a station like, and I listen to Kirk and Callahan, WEI. I mean, that that's what they do. They're always in wars with people. I just thought WFAN, eh, maybe make it a little more interesting if they did it. But now they're doing it, and I will admit, it is interesting. However, it's not, uh, how do I put this? It's not like them to do this. It's not their identity. And I think that's a bad, bad sign going forward. So what am I talking about? Some of you are thinking, 
what, what exactly is happening? All you talk about is Mike Francesa. And listen, talk to my wife. It's true. Not so much anymore. But so Francesa, I don't even know what spurred this. Now we go back to the whole, uh, the whole thing where MSG is, 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 is banned WFAN because of Maggie Gray's comments of CMB, Carlin, Maggie and Bart, Chris Carlin, friend of the podcast. And uh, the show stinks, by the way. I'm sorry. And I, I doubt Chris listens to the show. He was awesome coming on and everything. The times I've listened to the show, that stinks. I'm sorry. That's, that's the way it is. So, you know, they're not coming on anymore because Maggie Gray said something about James Dolan, that he's a bad person, yada, yada, yada. Who cares? And uh, now MSG people won't come on WFA anymore. Double who cares. And Francesa threw Maggie Gray under the bus. So... I don't know if something happened in between, but Francesca was talking about how he was driving his wife to the airport, um, to LaGuardia, and he was just listening to this show, which happened to be on the station that employs him. First of all, why is Mike driving? That should be Julio. Or does Julio specifically drive Mike and not his wife? I don't know these things. Um, so it's, it's a great question for all the kids out there. But he's, he, he made it seem as if he like st- like he just stumbled on some public access station like in the 90, like 90.3 or something. That could mean anything to anyone. So I don't know why I chose that number. But but he made it seem as just like, oh, yeah, so there's a show. Geo and Boomer. So the new show uh, with the departed Craig Hart, who we'll get to in a little bit, uh, is replaced by Greg Giannotti and Boomer Siason. He just – Greg Giannotti used to be the uh, – let's see here. Uh, Republican Rick Scott files a lawsuit over counting and collection ballots as race inches. What is wrong with Florida? They can't do anything correctly when it comes to voting. It's every year. This is my theory. And I'll get back to WF in a second. This is my theory with voting. You want to vote online? Go for it. You want to vote paper? Go for it. You want to do whatever? Get a receipt that indicates who you voted for. You understand? So when people say my vote wasn't counted, my vote, blah, 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 they have a database, a barcode that reads up with it and says, yes, this person voted for that person. You have that barcode? That barcode's fake because it's not in here. This, this, it would solve everything. Now, if I could develop this programming, and listen, I'm learning coding. I've been doing it for like five days. So I know how to make a headline bolt. H1 in the little triangles, half part, you get it. So voting backslash triangles inside H1. There we go. I'm basically working for Alphabet, working for Google. But that's the way you should do it. It's stupid. It's annoying. So anyways, Greg Giannotti used to be the producer of the Boomer, excuse me, the uh, Joe and Evan show, which, you know, he was funny. He said funny things. He did a funny Mike impersonation. I've never listened to the show. Uh, now, Giannotti has gone on to have some some success. He was doing the morning show for the national CBS radio, which I don't I mean, that's a big deal. But like, does anyone actually listen to that show? Whatever it is, I couldn't tell you what it is now. Who knows? But, you know, Giannotti has definitely had success in the business for sure. And, you know, I've never listened to the morning show, especially now living out in California. You think I'm waking up at 3 a.m. to listen to that? I'm not. And I don't feel like listening to the podcast because I never liked the show. I don't like Boomer. I think he's an arrogant asshole. I think Al Dukes really isn't that funny. And I've been told Jerry Recco's funny. I've just never really seen it. So I've never seen the show. Most people don't like it. There are definitely some people that do love it. But every clip I ever see, get to the point, Brian. Every clip I ever see is him doing impersonations. Him doing impersonations of Mike in the majority. So, you know, I will play real quick here what Fran. Sessa said, uh, I will get to this. And, you know, basically it sounds like he's starting some shit, obviously, with Giannotti, obviously. And then he, there is definitely debate if this event that he's describing between Greg Giannotti and friend of the podcast, Chris Carlin, that there was a fight in the streets of Manhattan, which sounds 
Very unlikely, but maybe it's Mike just, uh, I wouldn't say poking the bear, but just stirring the shit, as they say. Interesting when Giannotti and Colin were beating each other out in the street last week when I heard about that. That's That was more interesting than, you know, Tad, they should have had someone watch that. That would be more interesting. Those two, two morons rolling around in the street out in front of the station. That would be more more interesting than these guys, uh, you know, having Taz and Bart Scott fight. These two clowns, I guess, fighting over ratings or something. How are they the fighting over ratings? What does that mean? So, I mean, I, that you could have shown me a video of. I would have looked at that. That would be more entertaining than the show. I can tell you that much. And Giannotti, stop with the impersonations of me. I mean, enough already. God, get some new material, please. No wonder your show stinks. <laughs> Jeez. Giannotti, I mean, he is short on ability. I'm sorry, okay? I'm wow. sick of the impersonations. I listened to him this morning. They stink. <laughs> Mike in New Providence. Play that tape tomorrow morning. Oh! So, you know, what I was going to say, Giannotti, I've never been a huge fan. The impersonations are, they are redundant and whatnot. I, 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 and it sounds like, and I'm not just, you know, recreating the wheel here, but people are saying that this fight never happened. And it sounds like it didn't. It sounds like it didn't happen at all. Um, but, I have a feeling that this, I don't want to say everyone's involved here. I mean, because Mike is a argumentative, unfriendly dickhead, I've heard, to his uh, coworkers. So maybe there is some reality to it. But you got to feel like there's a little bit of uh, made-up drama here to inspire ratings within the whole radio station when you're included. They've included all three. Now, okay, there are four shows because they haven't gotten rid of CMB yet. Joe and Evan aren't in this, but the morning show and the, you know, C- CMB and uh, Mike, all of them. So you want to listen. That's what you're saying to the simpletons out there. You want to tune into all of those to see what they're hear, what they'll say next. I don't know. I find that to be a little suspicious. That's all. That's that's all I think about it. Now, Mike is is. Well, hold on. This is what I also wanted to play to. I could not find audio of this. I actually found Jerry Callahan of WEI's Kirk and Callahan with a quote from Greg, Greg Giannotti. I could not find the audio of this anywhere, um, but and maybe it is in print too, but I could not find it. So just listen to hear what Giannotti said about Francesa and, uh, you know, all his ridiculousness. I'm going to read it. Hopefully, you know, we can hear more from him because I want to hear the Francesa imitation. Yeah, yeah, come on, come on, come on. He says, I know we're sophomoric and we joke around, we do a radio show and can be immature. Of course I'm aware of that. The thing is, I'm proudest of uh, being with this group is how we handle things. It's radio. We have fun. We joke around. We mock people. We get mocked. All of us have fun except one guy. <laughs> Sounds like this place used to be. I was just going to say. So. Uh, I felt like there was more to that. Um, let's see. Give me a second here. It's a a bookie Francesca. or a loan shark? One of the two. Gio says a Francesca. Who does the solo show and it's boring and lifeless, but it does well in New York. He says, I never want to be the person who's had all the success he's had, all the money he's made, and be as miserable as he is and insecure and narcissistic and miserable. And that's what he is. I can laugh at this stuff. Boomer can laugh at this stuff. Joe and Evan and, and CMB, we all laugh. But with him, can't laugh, can't do it. It comes from that place, that place, that narcissism that's driven by all his insecurity. It sucks that that's the way it is. And I wish we could all be one happy family and just be able to laugh. But not everyone can be us, says Gio. And he's talking about Francesa, who can't, he, he's very, he is very insecure. <laughs> Um, and I'm Gordy Howe, so clam up. 
Anyways, so we, we're not enough for the Kirk and Callahan show. But, I mean, I, I think Geo, well, I, you know, I, if I had to choose in its entirety, I'm going to take Frances every day. But Geo's 100% right. I mean, I, I'm, Mike is someone that's never, you know, had any humility. You know, never just laughed, joked about himself before. Very insecure, as Jerry Callahan said. So I feel like there's some seriousness about this in Mike because, I, you know, he talks about how he's leaving WFAN. He doesn't come into the station all the time. They're, 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 he's even said that something's got to give here when it comes to the app and the show. So maybe Mike is, I don't know, just trying to stir it and then just say, screw you with the middle fingers out the air like he's Tupac out the car and just say, I'm going off into the sunset with my app that no one will watch. Maybe. I don't know. It's 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 very interesting what's going on. It, again, I feel like some of it's made up drama just to pick up sagging ratings because Francesca was Francesca actually beat Michael K, but you know, you know, all the numbers have gone down. We'll put it that way. I've never listened to the morning show again. I, I have no interest in the morning show. Greg Giannotti. I have to agree with Francesca. I agree with everyone. I'm diplomatic bullshit. Even Steven, just like I'm voting or whatever. You know, I agree with some of them on certain points, but I, I can't uh, throw my hat in the ring on either one of them. We'll put it that way. If you donated to Beto O'Rourke and you don't even live in Texas, you don't even forget. First of all, if you live in Texas and you donated to Beto O'Rourke, I, I don't know what to say. But anyways, if you don't, what is wrong with you? You could spend more. You could find 100,000 other things more useful to spend your money on than giving your money to a politician in a state you don't even live in. It's inconsequential to you. Well, actually, Brian, he's a senator. So that's a big vote. To shut up. Just shut up. Just be quiet. Be be quiet. Uh, speaking of WFAN, I've gone on a little long here. Half hour, barely, barely move the needle. What else is now? Huh? Uh, so d- the other the other thing with uh, WFAN, Craig Carton, who who we talked about, he's going going to prison, and uh, he, he was guilty on all counts. And basically, uh, still the the great mystery is why he even went to trial. Why he did this? He probably ignored lawyers' advice advice and you know continue to do this as if he was going to beat the beat beat the the feds which you know that that doesn't really happen um i mean even whitey bulger goes down at a certain point literally uh but now he is facing and he's not going to get this but he's facing 45 years on all three counts he was found guilty of and i mean they, they didn't call any witnesses they basically i mean his 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 lawyer basically his defense was yeah i know what he did was wrong but like he didn't mean to do it that and be that bad for everyone i mean that was his defense and the judge even said she was a fan of the show but he's going to prison and you know we we go over this a million times there's some people and I, listen i probably gone over overboard a few times on twitter about it joy and someone going to prison but at the same time you know craig carton's a piece of shit you know, I feel bad for his family. And I've said it many times. Yeah, I do too. And they'll, they'll, they'll get along. They'll be all right. But they're not going to prison with him. So don't worry about it. And Al, Al Dukes, Al Hughes, I'm not even sure what his name is. His, his name is Al Dukes, right? Al Hughes was the joke, I, I believe. He went on Twitter and was basically just, you know, and I understand. The guy worked with him. He probably was very good friends with him. He worked with him for 10 years. It's not fun to see people shitting on your friend as they're going to prison and their life is falling apart. Fully understand that. But then he did something that was very interesting, started victim blaming. Now, the victims in this case are, some of them are not of the, you know, highbrow employment, owning strip clubs and hedge fund managers and God knows what else. But, you know, that they were scammed by Craig Carton and, and Al Dukes, making it seem as if they're not victims. What victims? Do you know who they are? Yeah, they seem like real upstanding citizens. What, what, who, who, who the fuck made you God? 
where you get to determine this stuff. Are you serious? That's like Dexter mentality. Obviously, the crimes are not equivalent. But at the same time, you know, oh, well, they're serial killers, so I can kill them. And the BTK strangle, other prostitutes. They look at their profession. No one needs them. Like, get a fucking clue, man. Are you kidding me? I, I don't listen to the show. And, and, and Al Dukes is, is somebody that I never really had a thought on him either way. I mean, he was a producer of a very successful show and he did very well. But like, and he always, he never seemed like a stupid person who threw like grenades out there for hot takes. But like, you got to reel it in a little bit, man. I, I understand you're upset, but victim blaming, I don't care who it is, whether you're, uh, you know, whether you're the owner of the boom, boom room, it does not matter. You are still a victim and your friend scammed them. Sorry. I hate to break it to you. That's what happened. So anyways, that, that was very, very odd angle from, from Al, Al Dukes on that uh, specific subject. So anyways, I guess we need to move on, huh? Yeah. We're 32 minutes in. Why not? Huh? Uh, baseball hot stove, not a ton going on. You got a, uh, well, the Yankees, actually, there are some, the two guys that we thought would be moving out of greener pastures. They're coming back. So we got Brett Gardner comes back, which, you know, more than I think about it, you know, you got Boris coming out today too, saying that Jacoby Ellsbury is going to be healthy. Now I know the guy sucks and he'll probably hurt himself, you know, rolling out of bed tomorrow and, you know, taking the garbage out. He'll probably have his back in 17 different places, but he's still going to be a player that if he is, you know, batting 260 or whatever, you know, those guys that make that ton of money, they justify the signing by playing them. And as long as he's not batting, you know, Gary Sanchez like numbers, they're going to play him. So that really throws a monkey wrench into everything here. So you got Stanton, which I've heard. And now I heard this one place. There's, I think it was like one of those bullshit. It's like, I've talked to people at the, uh, in Carlsbad, California at the winter or GM meetings or whatever, whatever meetings are going on right now. And you know, you, you wouldn't be shocked, you know, if they, they traded Stanton to the Dodgers, he's a California guy. And, uh, you know, that opens up for Bryce Harper. They got a log jam right now. So you got Aaron judge, Giancarlo Stanton, Aaron Hicks. That's three right there. Greg, uh, no, not Greg. His name's Brett. Brett Gardner, which I, you know, he, I think he could accept the bench role. He sort of did with McCutcheon there. McCutcheon's not coming back. He's gone. See ya. Clint Frazier, I think they want to get him up here, and then I don't know what they're going to do. Is he trade bait? He's he's definitely trade bait. Is he? Gonna, are they going to trade him? That, that's the, that's the question. Are they? Was that a good pass? What, do you need a pass rush like that? Did he do a double check down? I don't know, Jim. My wife's laughing a lot downstairs. You should know what's going on down there. I think she's on the phone. There's a lot of talking. Can't tell if it's English or Spanish. Anyways, should we go down there with the microphone? Hi, welcome. Red Ticket Blues Podcast. Live and pre-recorded. Um, but you got you got a logjam though. You got five guys. <laughs> you like that five guys? Five guys. Uh and I guess Frazier doesn't have to be there. I'm, I'm just talking out loud right now. This really isn't put together that well in an, an actual thought whatsoever, but Ellsbury, God. I mean, he don't want to wish for anyone to get hurt, but I mean, boy, how easy it would make things if he just got hurt. It'd be... So you got Bryce Harper rejecting a 10 million, uh, excuse me, 10 year, $300 million deal. There's only five, six teams that can pay him that kind of money. So that will be interesting. Uh, but back to the Yankees, the uh, re-signed CeCe Sabathia. And I mean, if CeCe Sabathia is your fifth starter, then I don't have an issue with that. Um, but the problem is with CC, it's going to get awkward if he can't pitch and he's just basically hanging around. What does he do? Come out of the bullpen? 
You know, if he's not good enough to be in the starting lineup, what is CeCe Sabathia? Is he a long... I mean, listen, maybe he is. Maybe he's a long man. Maybe he... Maybe he comes... The move surprised me. We'll put it that way. If you could keep him consistently as the fifth starter, I don't think that's terrible. Problem is, what if some guys get hurt and CeCe's your third starter? Then there's an issue. Then there's an... I mean... He's just like anyone else that's getting older. Less innings pitched, less dominance, and less innings pitched. You know, it's CC could go six, season go four, CC he could probably do three. It's and I know that's the trend of baseball now and whatnot, but it's tough. It's tough. It really is. So there were a lot of Yankee fans that were poo-pooing it, and I get that. There are a lot of fans that were over the moon. I don't get that. I mean, yeah. I think people get too attached to some athletes sometimes and don't know what the fuck they're doing. Don't know their ass from their elbow when it, when it comes to, there's just this emotional attachment. And especially with CC now, you're doing a podcast, you know, you talk to him and you know, talk to him, you listen to him and then have him leave. And Oh my God, my heart's breaking. I'm literally shaking. Uh, so it's understandable, but if I were Brian Cashman, I would say goodbye to both of them. Honestly. I mean, it's good to have the leadership, the, the go guys, the glue guys. I don't know. I, I don't know how many big moves they're going to make in the offseason, honestly. What are they do about first base? You're going to go into the season with Luke Voigt? Luke Voigt and Greg Bird battling out? I don't trust either of them. I mean, Voigt turned it on last year at the end of the season, but I mean, you're hanging your star on the Luke Voigt tree? Yeah. Maybe, maybe you will. Maybe, maybe, maybe you will. Who knows? Uh, what else? Are there any other big signings I'm trying to think? There's been no real signings that I can think of. Well, new GM with the uh, with the Mets, Francesco fucking down his throat. That was ridiculous. Um, I'm trying to think. No, the really I, unless I'm missing something, there really hasn't. There's nothing been nothing groundbreaking. We'll put it that way. David Price is opting in, um, which you know you hear on WEI, and I don't really believe it, but you hear it say, you know what. If things don't go well with him or if someone gets in his ear, you know, and now he's opted in, he could demand a trade. He's getting his money. He doesn't want to be in Boston anymore. Let's say he starts off 0-4, 7, and people are booing him. You know, everyone's against me again. Boy, whatever. You know, a guy who creates his own drama and then wins and then accuses everyone of creating drama about him. He still is – he's it's unlikable even – I mean, whatever. I, I could be diplomatic in the sense even if he's a Red Sox. But he's even Red Sox fans are just like, oh, God. Or the other ones that had the emotional attachment to him. Oh, yeah, I'm so happy for him. But uh, what was the other thing? Yeah, so so Bryce Harper, you know, got rid of that contract. There's a lot of rumors that uh, the Yankees are laying in the weeds for both those guys. Both those guys. So Bill James of the Red Sox said that you can replace any all the baseball players. They are just as important as the beer vendors. Some, something along those lines. I agree with James in the sense that if you want to replace the players for this crop of players for whatever reason, replace them with new players. You probably could. I mean, the product's going to be dumbed down, but to say they're the equivalent of, uh, of beer vendors, the fuck is wrong. I mean, this is the same guy who says that that was quite common to shower with boys, uh, 40 years ago. Yeah. I, I shower with adult men. I, I don't remember that part. I don't, it wasn't part of my youth. Maybe Bill James, Hey, to each his own. I, I don't know. Or the part where he, you know, defended Joe Paterno. <laughs> I guess that really was the part basically. <laughs> Joe Paterno and Kevin Spacey and all that stuff. Um, odd, odd, odd hill to die. And speaking of the Red Sox too, I predict, and this is a Red Ticket Blues guarantee, 
until it's not. And uh, Alex Cora of the Boston Red Sox is going to go to the White House of the Boston Red Sox, and he's going to talk to Trump about whatever his problems are. And most likely it'll be Puerto Rico, but and he is going to make every other little crying, attention-grabbing asshole a la Steve Kerr, a la Greg Popovich, a la – I don't know if Popovich has won – he's still a dick, but you know, I guess he doesn't fit into the equation that he won't go to the White House because I don't think he, the Spurs won anything in the Trump – no, they didn't. So the, the LeBron James of the world, the Steve Kerrs of the world, the Steph Currys, all these people that are so holier than thou that won't go – because you know what? What have I said from the goddamn beginning? If you've listened to this podcast, you know this. Don't like the president? Go there. Say something. Again, he's not going to have a sit down with you in the Lincoln bedroom. Okay? It's not going to be, you know, 17 bullet points on a PowerPoint and lots of points. Get it? But don't you think if you had the opportunity, even if it is Donald Trump, to get your voice, your message into the ear of the leader of the free world, it might be worth it. Forget about all the memes and the photoshops they'll do of you for go for going on Twitter and whatnot. Those people lose concentration within two seconds. It doesn't matter. Go there and tell them help. Tell him what you think. Seriously. And Alex Cora is going to do that. And he's going to put all these other assholes to shame. And Steve Kerr can fart and the media will sit there and clap how wonderful he is. Alex Cora will do it. That's my guarantee. Uh, speaking of Steve Kerr, he was, he, 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 listen, he's, 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 he, God, he gets it. I love that guy. Talking about Zion Williamson. And I, and I, I mentioned this guy a few podcasts ago. This guy was supposed to be the real deal and whatnot for Duke. He certainly looked like it. I don't know if I've seen a, a younger player like that is dominant uh, since LeBron James. Francesa made a great point, though, because I, I saw the clip. Because the only way you ever actually hear Francesa or see Francesa shows from Funhouse back after this on Twitter. And he said, you know, he's 6'8", weighs 285, 6'7", 285 at 18, 19. That's not an issue today. Three years ago, three years later, that could be a major issue. He could be a fat slob. Granted, they'll probably get him in some some workouts and whatnot. And in the one year he's at Duke, and listen, he'll be hitting the books hard. I'm sure he'll be doing his. He'll be he'll he'll probably graduate early. I mean, he's probably working on his thesis. He might even get a master's in a year. I'm I'm very very sure he'll do that. That's 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 what's going to happen. Here, uh, let's see. Yeah, so, I mean, quite a debut, though, beating Kentucky by, what, 30, 40 points? Jesus. I think UConn actually won today. Well, they played Moorhead State. I'd certainly hope so. Inaugural game with the Bobby Bobby Hurley. Uh, Bobby Hurley? Danny Hurley. Uh, am I going to do this, like, with the brothers thing with Joey Cora and Alex Moore? Danny Hurley um, era at UConn. So, I think that's about it for me. Um, what time we got here? 727. Probably going to watch some Netflix. Yeah, I'll do a little Netflix review here. Oh, we'll go around. <laughs> yeah, baby. All right. So uh, is, is anyone watch that? Speaking of, this isn't Netflix, Amazon Prime. Does anyone watch that Jack Ryan, uh, Tom Clancy, the one with uh, John Krasinski? I watched the first episode last night. I thought it was pretty good. I still see Jim from The Office. It's hard to get him out of my head. I mean, I'm thinking about him all the time. He's so dreamy. But to, to move that character out, it's it's weird. It's weird. I, I'm having trouble doing it. But the first show was, was pretty good. I, I did enjoy it. Uh, so that's good. But uh, Netflix, you know, I see all these people going crazy about you know, the house, the haunting on Hill House. I don't know if it's just me and horror shows. I, I was kind of, I wanted to see it. all these people. Great reviews. 
thought it was corny as shit. I think sometimes with these like these these spirit movies with ghosts and whatnot, the lack of like reality, I think annoys me. In the sense that when you're watching a movie, you think, and I know this is individual to me, probably all of you are like, oh, fuck you. you know, I, I love the Avengers and, you know, whatever comic book thing where someone can fly on a cloud and, you know, become, wear x-ray vision and, you know, all that shit. I, I like to be watching the movie thinking, all right, what's going to happen next? What's going to, well, what is he going to do here? How is that going to happen? And then, you know, a ghost appears and he, he, he burns a house down or something. You know, it's just like, well, you know, what is that? I think the only spirit, the only thing that's somewhat similar like that, that I like is Indiana Jones. And those are only small elements. But anyways, uh, that, that show sucked by the way. So if anyone, do tell me what you think of that show. I did not like it. I did not like it. I know not everyone loves reggae and Bob Marley and whatnot, but there's a great documentary on Netflix, who shot the sheriff, which I highly recommend. It's about, uh, when he was, uh, attempted murder on, uh, Bob Marley, which, you know, we never really get a full answer on who was behind it. Was it a local thing? Was it the government behind it? Was it a global thing as the CIA has been, uh, talked about that? I mean, it's interesting in the sense that, you know, the political nature in Jamaica and what people thought that maybe it could become something like Cuba at that time. And maybe the, uh, the, the, the assault, the, the attempted murder on Bob Marley was eh, somewhat related. So that, those are my picks for the week. Actually, it was just me shitting on some shows, asking questions, and telling you one thing I liked. Uh, so that that's the show, everybody. Um, I, I think you're all great. Enjoy your three day weekend, by the way. It's Veterans Day, and let's uh, remember. And I and I and I, in all seriousness, I'm not a military guy. I'm not someone that has to sit there and say, "Hey, stand up for the goddamn troops." But I respect the military. I respect the history. I res- respect the people that died for this country. And I know that's Memorial Day, but still, you know what I mean. People that served. Again, I talked about this a few podcasts ago. You know, World War II, thousands of people died. Not to say that these people in these little, you know, little, little, little wars here don't matter, but I'm just saying people's, the, the country was shaped different. Hitler was here. Anyways, so I want everyone to remember that. Remember that on Monday, Veterans Day. I want you to enjoy your weekend. And uh, I love all of you. And, uh, Remember iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. Follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. Um, Craig Carton, have a good time in prison. Oh, Brian, he has a family. I know he does. I know. They'll be fine. They'll be all right. Anyways, with all that being said, 